Welcome back to Critical Banter, where we revamp the best bits from your favorite late night show and package them into a podcast. Today, we're only joined with one member of the gang today, Miguel Kush, no bingo, Senthorin, how are you? Uh, g'day, yes, I'm good. Uh, actually, no, I'm not good. I'm annoyed. Where the hell is everyone? <laughs> it's going to be a very intimate podcast we're going to have right now. I have abandonment issues as it is. So <laughs> just everyone I know has just left me. So we've, uh, we've changed the... Um, the the setting of the podcast. I'm now staring deep into Sen's eyes. Mm. This is nice and intimate. I know. We need like a little candle. Maybe turn the light off. Get some candles. Yeah, in get here. some mood lighting in here. Right? Yeah, dude. Um, but no, this should be interesting. I'm not sure how this is gonna go. If it's gonna be funny or entertaining. But look, it is what it is. We have yeah. We got to do the best with what we can. All right, Senny, you want to start us off with the reach around? Yep. Uh, I got a couple of things this week. Um, they're they're all stupid things to be honest. Um, one thing is, did you see uh, Instagram released dark mode this week? I've heard of dark... Everything's having a dark mode these days. Yeah, everything's having a dark mode and I love it. I actually love it. So really? you haven't seen Instagram on dark mode yet? I haven't seen Instagram dark okay, mode. Well, I'll show I've you seen, after this. Yeah, but it MacBook actually dark looks... Mode. It's banger. It's it? honestly banger with dark mode. Every, like it really like... It just makes it... The contrast itself between like the photos and like the dark mode of the background, it just makes everything look cooler and better. So I have dark mode on, on my iPhone at the moment. Yeah. Are you, are you constantly on dark mode? I'm on dark mode with literally everything. So I had dark mode on... You know OneNote? Like the Microsoft Word... Like you have OneNote on your phone? No, no, on my on my laptop. On, oh, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, so I've got dark mode on my one, and that's the one thing I don't like dark mode on. Why? It's just too, like, because the thing is, the screen is black, right? Yeah. And the, the writing is white. White. I don't yeah. know, it's just disconcerting. When it's you try to weird, read them, eh? it's just like, I don't know if I like it that much. But yeah, no, dark mode is in, and I love it. Um, another thing, so I was listening to the radio um, the other day. Fuck it, I'll say it was um, Edge 96.1, and it was our good friend. Oh, uh, Mikey. Mikey and Emma. Um, anyway, and then, so Mikey is a bit of a loose unit, and he was, they were talking about Greta Thunberg or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, so he was saying, I, I don't care about climate change. Like, I know that it's real, but I just don't care about it. And I'm like, <laughs> did he actually? That's a bit of a hot take. What do you think about that? So people who acknowledge it, they know mm. it's real. They know we should be doing it, but they just don't care. Don't we? Like, I feel like you and I both. Do we fall under that we category? We actually fall under that category. Like, we're not using, you know, recyclable straws, plastic, oh, sorry, paper straws. Yeah. You we're know not what? like not eating beef. <laughs> I feel like, you know, he's the... The He's figurehead us. of what we are. Of what we are. No, okay. Well, now this goes against what I was going to say. So apparently so someone called in and it was like some bogan-ass chick and she's like, oh yeah, I don't care about climate change either. I'm not going to like, it's going to be too inconveniencing to me. It's like, oh, well, like what inconveniences do you have? It's like, oh, well, I went to the movies the other day and I got a frozen Coke and they mm. gave me a, pla- a, a paper straw. So towards the end, I was just shoveling the frozen Coke out <laughs> with my hands. <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Like, is that seriously the reason why you're not doing anything for climate change? So this is the thing, right? I feel like I would like to be more actively involved in the movement. Mm. Um, so people can tell me how I can how do it. How I that. can do it, yeah. That would be great. <laughs> no one's actually telling me what to do, bro. I'm all for it. I want to save the world, but like, how? But the thing is, though, I feel like I draw the line on paper straws. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before. I don't think you have. But paper straws are literally the worst creation of all time. Am I the only one who doesn't mind them? I just drink like, quickly. No, dude, because I am a slow eater, slow drinker. So yeah, whenever know. I get to like, it's like halfway through my drink and it's, and it's just, just disintegrating. City. And now I'm drinking, <laughs> exactly. Now I'm drinking like water or whatever I'm drinking mixed with paper. So you get the, the well, nice taste. We've got such small first world problems. So uh, at work um, the other week, yeah. there was the climate change protest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like a lot of my workmates also fall under this category. We're all, we're all just words. It's all it's just all words. There's no actual action from us. So people people at work were getting annoyed. Thoughts and prayers, mate. They were yeah, they were getting angry at the climate change protesters because their trains were delayed. 
Mid-busters were delayed. <laughs> to be fair, though, that's a valid criticism of it. They were like, they had to, we had, one of the guys Why don't they do meeting. it on the weekend? Why don't they have to do it during the week? The whole point is to disrupt I'm the... I'm joking. <laughs> Just saying. So, um, one of the, no, so the whole... Yeah, so one of the guys had a, um, a meeting on the other side of Hyde Park, which is where it was. Yeah. And he was so angry when he came back. He's like, why are there so many people? They're all kids. They shouldn't be at school. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> everyone's a social justice warrior until it inconveniences them yeah absolutely so this week actually um i had my dad's uh my dad who works at this company it was their, like founder's day so it was like the the day which their company was founded founder's day yeah that's like what they the call fathers yeah exactly like and so what happened was um yeah my dad took me along he's like oh there's some food so i'm like oh, absolutely i'll turn up oh there's was, some free food oh, now i know why you went there was free food oh yeah 100 percent. so it's like it's more like a buffet style kind of yeah yeah setting yeah. um and then they had some like events, I guess, throughout the night. Yeah. So they let anyone's kids perform, and that was a really bad idea. Wait, so it was like a talent show, an open yeah, showcase. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was an like open a, mic night. Exactly. It was a bit of a, it was a bit of a talent talent showcase, and so there was like these kids um, coming up, very young kids, and like props on them for trying, but they were just bad, dude. Hang on, was, are, like, are you bullying kids right I'm now? I'm not bullying kids. I'm just saying I feel like they need to like, develop their skills. They? they were maybe like probably okay. So they ranged between like eight. Right. To like 14. Yeah. What did you perform when you went up? I didn't perform. (laughs) Oh, see, that's... See, these kids had the balls to go up. What were they doing? Like singing, So there was a couple people singing, but the worst one, the the dancing was fine because like they have a background track. Yeah. The singing is like screeching into the mic. And then they had two blokes that were um, playing the the saxophone, I believe. Okay. Um, And that was... I don't know what's going on or what lessons or which music teachers they're going to, but seriously, they (laughs) need to change it up. (laughs) Their parents are not getting value for money. Anyways, on top of that... There was this um, this chick who came in and um, she does laughing yoga. What? So this is, I don't know what new age nonsense this so is. So did you say laughing yoga? Laughing yoga. So she came up and she's like, it's time to smile, everybody. And then all I was, I was me and my mom just looked at each other just like, mm, it's, it's time one of to these go times. home. Yeah. It's what it is. So she had everyone stand up and for half an hour, she... Half an hour. It was a half an hour show. Yeah. Um, and she would like laugh... So she would be like, what's the time? Um, and then everyone's like, oh, I don't know. And then she's like, it's time to laugh. And then she would just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. And so for like, the first like 10 minutes, there was a bit of novelty. Everyone was laughing along. So she'd be like... Uh, I feel like the novelty would wear out after a minute. It was or like two minutes. ten minutes. I reckon she had the crowd captivated in terms ten of ten minutes. Because Fair like, play. Everyone was a bit confused. Like, yeah. what's going on? Everyone's right. laughing along with her because she's laughing and it's like kind of contagious. Yeah. But then like come like 15, 20 minutes in. She got everyone to stand up. Everyone's now sitting down, talking amongst themselves. Yeah. And she's just talking to herself. Oh, she lost the crowd. She lost the crowd. So yeah. I was just, yeah, you know, I don't know if I like laughing. I'm not sure about laughing yoga. I, it hasn't sold me. Thing, this is the first I've ever heard of it. I was watching I'm some, still yeah. confused. I, I need to go look it up. Yeah, it's not, it's not, I reckon stick to regular yoga. So like, my recommendation. Was there any actual yoga involved in this? Did you do downward dog, no. backward backdoor something? I don't it was, know. It was all just laughing exercises. So you would have to fake laugh and apparently that makes you happier. This is the most insane thing. <laughs> Didn't they do this in like psychiatric hospitals and shit? <laughs> it's literally, I watched the joke the other week as well and it was literally like the joker's <laughs> laugh, just nonstop. I'll show you a video of it after we finish. Maybe I'll put it on the, uh, the Instagram. Imagine like that's her job title. Laugh yogurist. She got a. Uh, uh, they gave her like a nice certificate afterwards to show their appreciation for coming reckon, in. Did she get paid for that? Yeah, absolutely. For that gig? Absolutely, she got paid. She's she's stealing a living. Yeah. She needs to go find a better job. Um, I went to the um supermarket the other day, and have you been noticing what they've been putting up in supermarkets? I get my mom to do my shopping oh, for me. Wow. Okay. No. Well, they've been putting up Halloween um like 
decorations mm-hmm. and like they're getting ready for Halloween basically. What are your thoughts on that? I I want them to stop. Like <laughs> stop trying to make Halloween a thing here in Australia. It's never going to be a thing. Did you ever it's go such to- an American thing? It is a, it is an American thing. I, I remember back in the day when I was younger, trick or treating was not massive. You were rare if you did it. No, I yes. still no way, dude. I did trick or treating maybe for like a couple of like There you go, case in point. <laughs> <laughs> so I would I remember when I was maybe yeah in primary school. Yeah. You'd get a bunch of you'd the lads together and really? you'd just walk around and get get some. So you lollies. you actually did trick or treating as a kid. Yeah, as in but like it was very like um low key. Low key, not really dressing up big time. It yeah. was like wearing you my Spider Man outfoot. Um, to get free lollies, basically. To get some lollies, yeah. And then you go home after going to one street. You're not going like streets on streets on streets. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's an American thing. And I think it's to stop. I no, yeah. So basically, we we get kids every every few years. To be honest, we didn't get any last year. But the year before that, we had kids. We had no lollies. We just don't piss off. <laughs> just disappointment in their eyes. Dude, Halloween must be like the pedophile's dream. Absolutely. Do you get to like dress up and go watch kids go around, no, give them free candy, you can invite them into your home, you can invite them into your home uh, legally. But no, my thing with um, grocery stores, like like advertising holidays early. So like they put up hot cross buns for Easter, like in February. Mm. And then I went like, it, like shopping centers, they put up Christmas decorations, like basically at the beginning of November. It's too uh, early, guys. Come yeah, on. Playing it too soon, I reckon. Is Halloween October 31st? October 31st. And yeah. I swear I've been noticing the last couple of weeks that they've been putting up Halloween stuff. And so, they're really trying to force it on us. Yeah, I don't like the, the, the um, you know... The institution shoving things down my throat. Institutionalized Halloween. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a happy chappy. Um, but yeah, I, I actually lunched with my friend um, this week. Yeah. And so he works at an airport. He's one of the cleaners of the plane. Yeah. Uh, and he was telling me some of the horror stories that goes on in planes. Like, and it's actually scarred me from flying. Like, you mean like terrorist kind of activity no, or like no, no, no. he's so, those are usually the horror stories people mean when they talk about planes yeah no not, not those kind of horror stories but he he actually literally i think has one of the best jobs i've ever had in my life i've seen in my life so he Wait, cleans better the, than the laughing yoga better than much better than the laughing yoga so he what he does is he him and his mates actually all con their way into um the airport yeah. Uh, and so what happens is the, the plane comes they take yeah. 10 minutes to clean but the next plane doesn't come instantly yeah it comes in like an hour Okay. So they can just do whatever they want for that 50 minute wait. <laughs> so they just go to Macca's, come back oh, and wait, then seriously? clean the plane. Yeah. They literally just kick back, take it easy. They're working a four hour shift. He told me he works half an hour. Because there's, oh, okay. Because only like three planes that come to yeah, that Yeah, three time. planes. Exactly. Um, so what anyways. do you mean he cleans it? As in like, he gets the old vacuum out and just... Yeah. So they're supposed to uh, get the old vacuum out. Supposed to. What do they actually down. do? So he tells me, right? Apparently, um, so like... He cleans the bathrooms and then cleans his seat. And apparently in the bathrooms, there's sometimes like blood or whatever, um, mm. like tampons or whatever. Yeah. And so he cleans those with the rag that he uses to clean the bloody TV screens. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And so I asked him, like, is this... um. Is this morally policy? fine is this policy <laughs> yeah and he's like oh well it's not policy but it's just a rule that everyone knows to do it's an unspoken unspoken rule, rule. of laziness so he tells me that no one you should never touch the pillows they never wash the pillows oh yeah i mean have you looked at one of those pillows so the blankets are fine apparently because if they come in a if they come in a the plastic, plastic thing, sleep, that means they're, being they're all right yeah but the pillows apparently what he does is like to get into the seats they need to chuck the pillows somewhere right so they just chuck it on the floor. Everyone's like stepping, stepping. on it, left, right, and center. <laughs> and so I'm seriously considering. I'm bringing a dental next time I'm going on a plane, just like wash it myself. Yeah, apparently the TV screens is like the thing that you don't touch at all. 
But they're Never. touchscreens. You yeah. have, what do you mean, Rob? <laughs> they're the dirtiest things apparently on earth. What am I meant to do? Use my elbows? Uh, surely. Use my feet? <laughs> Get a, what are they called? A universal remote. What's the, uh, <laughs> bring your <laughs> bring own BYO. Yeah, BYO. Um, but yeah, he was, telling me, he was telling me all these stories and now I'm actually a bit scarred and I don't think I can fly ever again. Which airport does he work for? He works Canberra Airport. Ah, uh, okay. And which flights does he clean? I can't tell you What, what airline? You can't say? <laughs> I think he cleans... Like anything like that comes? Them, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm not too sure about that. Right. So listeners, don't fly in or out of Canberra. Just drive like a normal person. Exactly. And so uh, with that, we'll, uh, we'll move on to some segments, shall we? All right, guys. So usually our first segment is a game, but because it's just me versus Ro, <laughs> it's a bit stupid to do a game. So we've decided to do Good Week, uh, good week Bad Week. Sorry. Uh, pretty simple. We just go through people or events during the week of who we deem to be good or bad. And Ro, I think you'll start us off. Yeah, so... Uh, Big week for marathon runners. Big really week. good. Buddy, it's either good week or bad week. <laughs> really good week for uh, okay. marathon runners. Why, what happened? Uh, yesterday, uh, what's his name? Eliud yeah, go on. Kipchoge. Sorry, what was it? Eliud Kipchoge. Oh, we're going to have to get an actual I actually think that was pretty good. Is it? Okay. I actually think that was spot on. Um, he was is the first man to break the two-hour mark. Uh, running 42 kilometers. Didn't he do a half marathon though? No, he did a full marathon. I swear I read it was a half marathon. No, no, no. So he... So, okay. In 20, what is a marathon, bro? In marathon, kilometers. 42 kilometers. What's what in miles? Is. 26 miles. Oh, hey, very good. Close to that. 26 point something. Uh, anyway, so he... Uh, yeah, first man to actually uh, break the two hour mark. So he tried this in 2017. Okay. So Nike had a project called Breaking Two. Yeah. Uh, and in that project, he got two, like, two hours and 25 seconds. Like uh, that was so the time he had to try and be... Oh, wait, no, yeah. that's what he actually got. Yeah, so that's what he actually got in that in that Breaking 2 Damn, project. That's... So Nike, yeah, they had a training session, like rigorous training. Yeah. Um, they designed specific shoes right. uh, for him to kind of like be aerodynamic and what things like that. What did he like wear, that. like Vans or something? No, Nike Pegasus is the... Oh, was is that... The, pe- okay, no, I've heard that. Yeah, is the actual kind of design. I thought he was wearing Ray-Bans. No, <laughs> dude, Ray-Bans were... Those are good shoes. I would say they that. peaked in like 2011. I oh, reckon. I remember. Yeah, you had to have the Ravens on the back as well. Yeah, you can't get the, the you can't get can't the cheap get knockoffs. No, 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 no way. No. Um, and so I was actually kind of like, I was like, oh, this sounds good or whatever. Big hype around this. Yeah. Um, and what I realized to run 42 kilometers in less than two hours, uh, you need to run 100 meters in 17 seconds for 42 kilometers. So, so like you're constantly you're con- every yeah. 100 meters you're doing it at 17, 17 seconds. seconds. Which is like, I was running 17 seconds, 100 meters. Yeah, that wasn't me in my prime. (laughs) (laughs) So this this guy, his minimum pace needs to be at that that speed. That's, and he has to do that consistently over 42 kilometers. Yeah. So did you you see how they actually do it? So they have like, as in how they actually broke the record. So in breaking, um, breaking two in 2017 with Nike, they did in Monza. Okay. Um, so they on did the, the racetrack. racetrack, yeah. Oh, he did it on the racetrack. Yeah, I think oh, so. Um, and then they should have had like a Formula One card going around next to him, just like to a like safety compa- car. Yeah. No, 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 an actual F one car just to compare the speed. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Anyways, so here they did in Austria, and yeah, how they do it is they have a car which projects this like green light, and so that's the pace. It's like a pace car. Wait, what do you mean? So the car is... Is it in front of him, beside him, behind him? In front of him. So it's okay. driving in front of him and projecting like a green light. So he has to follow... So he has to Oh, he has to keep it up. Oh, okay, so he knows right, the pace. Right, right. Otherwise, it's like a bit, you know, they're doing oh, it really scientific. Okay. So I thought he just ran and then whatever he did, it that was his no, time. No, no, no. So they made these like super... So they had pace runners as well. So they had like maybe six elite level marathon runners who were yeah. subbing in and out in front of him to also keep the pace and yeah. also break the wind. 
So oh, like, so like a win, uh, what is it called again? When you like slipstream? In yeah, the slipstream. The sli- he was in the slipstream, right? Yeah. So essentially, um, like he didn't tech, he technically beat it, but like he had a lot of help. Yeah, there's a lot of asterisks with this. I don't know. Is that a cynical view of this? You know, it is a cynical view because they they, they were supposed to they just wanted to break the record and they just yeah. did everything that they could to actually this is absolutely break the like optimal conditions for him. Basically, yeah. You know, if you're not going to break the record there, you're not going to break it. So apparently, what they what they um the reason why they wanted to break it yeah is because when someone did the first four minute mile yeah um. Then, uh, the English guy, what's his name? I've got his name. Continue. Something Bannister. Bannister, yeah. yeah. Something, Roger, Roger Bannister. Bannister. Roger yeah, Bannister Roger. is his name, yeah. Um, so when he broke the four minute mile, which was thought impossible, yeah. Um, then they, then everyone started breaking it. Yeah. So they think that yeah, just once, run faster. Yeah, it's not just, that hard. Just sprint. It's yeah. not hard. And so well, they're thinking that once the two hour mark is broken, any then, every man they know is going to do start, it. Now. Start doing it. Where do we draw the line? What are they going to do? Half marathons in half an hour or something? So someone, someone, one of the there's a paper being put put on um, or had been put on and it's like the max the fastest time a human can run with like peak conditions and peak vo2 max yeah is an hour 58 what for a marathon for a marathon really yeah. so this guy is pretty much the peak yeah human very close to what peak performance how did they looks figure that like. out i don't understand like what if i just got like bionic legs or something i don't know people smarter than we are uh, oh, that. That, that's a very long list dude i just thought he went down to like buddy like hyde park or something just <laughs> ran laps <laughs> just around there for two hours easy days oh, apparently not no, um, optimal conditions were needed I've got a good week for China. Um, <laughs> Here we go. And a bad week for the NBA. Oh, so, so a double, a duel. It's a duel. It's a duel one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what happened was, Ro, which I was telling you the other night, um, the Rockets GM, Daryl Morey, uh, he just tweeted out. It was like literally a picture and the caption was, I think it was like, stand for the people, freedom for Hong Kong or some shit like that. It was like yeah. eight words or something. Yeah. And holy fuck, the, <laughs> the absolute shitstorm that followed after that. So, like, there's a few... So, it's a preseason for NBA right now. There's a few teams, like, the Nets and LA, the Lakers, are both in um, China playing preseason games. And so, what they did was, like, before the day before the game was played, they said they're not going to broadcast the game. They, like, tore down all the advertisements for the game. Um, players have, like, sponsorships with Chinese companies. They've lost... Oh, no, they've lost... They still got it, but they said they're not going to sponsor any more um, oh. players. They said they're not going to broadcast any NBA, like in the China. normal games in China. So, yeah, I, I didn't realize how big of a deal this was. It, it's um, massive. I didn't realize that China was such a big market in the NBA. Which is, come on, bro. They're like the biggest country in the world. Yeah, a massive market for anything. No, I know. That is true. Even it, did it all start in, what, 20, yeah, even our podcast, we're looking to break into What's the What's our official market? podcast stance on Hong Kong and China? Oh, surely we have to be pro-Hong Kong. What? No, bro. Did you not listen to anything <laughs> I said? China is a massive market, so therefore we are pro we are, CCP, pre- <laughs> pro China, death to Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, true. We gotta wanna, we gotta wanna like ruin our Chinese sponsorships no. too early. Dude, Xi Jinping, hit us up, mate. <laughs> Here we go. We'll, we'll shill anything, but no, it is. Yeah, it's an absolute shitstorm, um, and like multiple teams are now involved. Like, so the Rockets obviously are. The, so the Rockets are the biggest team in China because obviously they had Yao Ming. Right. So historically, the Rockets have been the most viewed. They've got the most fans in China. And now the Rockets' general manager literally came out and saying something against the Chinese government. This guy's so a clown, dude. This yeah, guy's an absolute fucked. clown. Like, literally, the Rockets, I think it was last year, the year before, they literally had, like, Chinese, like, one of the jerseys they wore for Chinese New Year's. They had a Chinese jersey mm. with, like, a dragon on it and shit. So this guy, like, they have a massive relationship with China. So the worst person in the NBA to say this... Was literally, was literally the boss it, of yeah. the Rockets. So uh, apparently, yeah, someone was telling me that... Um, They've got rid of the Houston Rockets in China completely. So it's like previous NBA team. It's like it's like revisionist history. Harden, They've yeah. literally like Removed, rubbed them out. Yeah. yeah. What's it called? Re- what's is it redacting? Is redacting, that what they do when they yeah. just put the black lines over everything? Yeah, basically. Dear I just me. love that 
China just has all this fuck off power. Dude, that's big dick energy. That is massive big dick energy. They are very thin skin, but like they can just like whip out their big schlong and just like dad dick the entire NBA. Literally, yeah. So what's going to happen? Are they going to have games? So well, like the commissioner, um, Adam Silver is like, he's like, oh yeah, we, we need to like, we, we're all about free speech and all that. But he's like very towing the line. Like he doesn't want right. to anger China anymore, but he doesn't want to seem like he's going against his own like... Morality. Uh, yeah. So, so it's, it's now going to the stage where it's a fine balancing act with the NBA. They've got to try and be, you know, pro-human rights, <laughs> but also pro-monetary funds. Exactly. So what do you choose? Which one wins out? Money, for sure. Yeah, so. this, is, this is a huge test in capitalism. I mean, I, I for one, welcome our Chinese overlords. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Um, I have another... What do I have? A good week. Yeah. So, so you actually told me about this. Good week for children. Um, as Avatar The Last Airbender comes out on Netflix. To be honest, this actually wasn't last. This actually, had, I think it was a few weeks ago that it came out, but we only discovered it last week. So it is, yeah, and you know, what we say counts. Exactly. And what matters. Exactly. So we'll talk about that. Um, so you were trying to sell me on Avatar The Last Airbender, mm. saying it's a, it's a show not only for children, but also for grown people. 100%. You want to elaborate on that? Well, dude, it's, they, they discover, like they, they, what's the word? They explore uh, themes for both uh, children and adults. This is when someone told me that Adventure Time was also for children and adults. I've never watched Adventure Time, so I can't really comment on that. But I, no, I, dude, it's, it's just a very wholesome show. There's uh, good characters. Like Uncle Iroh is like one of the greatest characters ever in TV. I'm literally going to watch the Yu-Gi-Oh! series that just Instead. came out. Yeah, that's <laughs> where my priorities I mean, lie. Fair enough. I, w- I would also do that as well. But no, definitely give Avatar a go. It's a good show. Mm, I remember, and I had, it fits with our Chinese theme today. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Communism for all. Um, I've got one more bad week, and it's bad week for me. Mm. Uh, so we went to the beach on the last Monday for the long weekend, and obviously when you're at the beach, you got to get the rig out. You got to take the shirt off, and yeah, the rig suns comes out, out. Guns out. Suns out. Guns out. And uh, let's just say my rig was not up to standard. Mm, yeah, it was looking a bit. How you going? It's seen better days. It's seen better days. And so I got rig shamed by literally every other bloke at the beach. <laughs> Did you? It was non-verbal rig shaming. I could just see everyone judging me. And there was so one of, one of the guys who was with us, he turned around, looked at our rigs and said, I'm glad we've all embraced Embrace the, the dad, dad bod, bod. Is what he said. Correct. And I'm like, mate, uh, this is me trying. Like, <sighs> I've got the dad bod. Yeah, see, those little one-liners. Obviously, he didn't... Inconsequential he, he one-liners, a joke, you know? exactly. He didn't really know what he was saying, but yeah, it, it hurt. Yeah, that keep, shit cut hit your, deep. It hit yeah, hard. Cut you to your core. And then later that night at a, at a family dinner, my entire family also rig-shamed me. So you were getting fat-shamed I got fat-shamed that entire day, uh, and it, it didn't feel good. So uh, from that day, I decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start dieting. So uh, I've been doing the intermittent... Well, I've been doing one meal a day like Yeah, an and calling it intermittent fasting. Well, I, I didn't know what intermittent fasting was, but now I'm going to do it properly. So I'm only going to be eating between 10.30 and 7. So right now it's 11.30. I uh, haven't eaten all You haven't day. eaten. So no. you're going you're gonna to start now, stop yeah. at 7 o'clock. Stop at 7. How many meals do you have during that time? Probably two. Okay, two Probably meals. just lunch and then early dinner. I feel it. like you can just cut out... A big boy lunch and then like a light dinner. Mm, I feel like you could... I, don't, I, I really don't understand dieting. Neither do I. Like, as in, I, I just don't understand. Just like, I kind of have the philosophy that if you just cut out snacks and like yeah. soft drink, I reckon you're fine. Right. Like seriously, I genuinely think so. Because if people, I reckon people who eat like snacks and chips and lollies and stuff just intermittently throughout the day. Yeah. That's where the calories come from. Yeah, exactly. If you're eating three square meals do, a day. Exactly. If you only eat three times a day, you're fine. But it's all the snacking you do in between. Exactly. That's, that's the killer. So I don't even think people need to take drastic action. Like what is this Jenny Craig nonsense dude? Seriously. I don't think they existed. <laughs> I think they're gone. Are they gone? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they went into administration. Oh, some yeah, well, like, rightly so. Thing. I feel like I should start my own no Why? snack weight loss program. Yeah. 
and I feel like I would make millions of dollars, then you can be my first client. All right, guys, so the last segment today is a new one called Unsolicited, Unqualified, and Uncomfortable, where two very single men give relationship advice. Um, so we haven't... Well, hopefully in a few weeks, you guys will be writing in or we'll be making them up. But for now, we're going to just grab a few posts off Reddit and give our unsolicited advice. Ro? All righty. First one, we've got, uh, I want to break up with my boyfriend for missing our anniversary to go to a Halloween party. Good choice. So, saying, obviously, again, uh, Halloween themed. Mm. You must be the team... Yeah, female. No. yeah, you're an idiot. So Wait, just, I'm assuming this is American. It's American. So we'll make it. We'll make it. Um, because we'll if it's Australian, it he'd be lying. There would be no Halloween party. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's off to his mistress's house yeah. instead. <laughs> so we'll make it easier. We'll call her like Jill, and we'll call him Bill. Okay. All right. So Bill, um, apparently wants to go to this Halloween party. Yep. That his ex is at as well. Oh well. So uh, it's a one alarm year. Alarm bells sorry, are ringing. Firstly, it is their one year anniversary. Which I don't think is a big deal, but apparently you think it is. Well, I think it's definitely, I don't know. For me, like the longer you've been dating. It is nothing. It is nothing in terms of the length. But I'm saying like it's the first big milestone in that couple's relationship. Which is fair. Six month anniversary is actually the biggest scam. Yeah, I've seen like one month. I've heard, yeah. I've seen three months. Like seriously, it shouldn't be a celebration that you're you're like, it's like a miracle that you're together for three months. Yeah, like what? That's normal. Wow, you've managed to stand another person for three months. (laughs) That shouldn't be celebrated. That's just normal human. Anyway, continue. so just a quick, quick tangent. What are your thoughts on like, like massive celebration, massive gifts for a one-year anniversary? So on Instagram, it's now the platform to put whatever you want to do. Flex whatever the fuck you Huge want. Huge flex. So yeah. like, I've seen one-year anniversaries. Like people have got each other like Louis Vuitton wallets, like eight-course meals. Was there someone you know that someone got? Like their girlfriend a car or something for one year? I swear you told me. Uh, I think I, I don't. No, no, no. It wasn't one year. It was a, a bit longer, but I remember that. So I that's feel a like big boy commitment. No, that's huge. That's unbelievable. I but, think for um, one year, what? Maybe just a nice bit, a little bit of jewelry. I was like thinking a necklace or something. Maybe like a earrings. A meal at the local tuck shop. <laughs> <laughs> All that as well. Yeah, just a nice dinner, candlelit dinner, like we're doing right now. Mm. But yeah, so old mate has ditched her yeah. for a Halloween party that his ex is at. So what do we what do we say to Jill? Just move on, Jill. This guy you ain't it. First up, move on. Yeah, dude, it's been a year. He's but obviously not into you if he's just ditched you for a Halloween party. So you thought, but you didn't even think that one year was a big deal. So who cares if Bill goes to the Halloween party? Ah, uh, yeah, no, you're right as well. Ah, uh, but look, surely, so maybe he didn't know it was anniversary. Oh, you reckon he's forgotten? Maybe he's just forgotten because, like I said, it's one year. Who's actually going to remember? You so. know what I don't understand? Like nowadays, with I guess we're growing up, hmm. we're in our twenties now, um, and it's you know meeting people is hard. Yeah. Right. I feel like we already know a lot of people that we already know. Yeah. You know I mean? exactly. It's hard to meet it's someone, hard to outside, meet someone that. outside of that. Because, like, for example, I already, like, usually you get your friend to introduce you to someone. Exactly. But I already know your friends. Yeah. You know, exactly. I know my friend's friends. At this point, we know our friend's friends. So exactly. now I'm going to the third degree of separation to try and find. Nah, even third degree, like your friend's friend's friend. I feel like I know some of your friend's friends. Yeah. Friends. <laughs> so you either. have to get, like, the fourth, fifth degree of separation. Mm. Um, but anyways, where was I going with that point? Where were you going with that point? Yeah. So what I'm saying is it's hard to meet someone, right? Yeah. Um, I've actually just lost my train of thought. Lovely. Maybe I'm just... What's your advice to Jill? So I reckon with Jill... Yes. um, I think... I feel like just a bit of communication. No, here's where I was going with that. Okay. Right. The old, the old people, the I guess the Live older, older people. people. <laughs> this is just literally my brain working in you real can, time. You can hear the cogs in Rose's head. Yeah. So with, I guess, the, the fact that when growing up, it's harder to meet people. Yeah. Right? Uh, have I lost it again? <laughs> No, no, okay, so, no, I've got it. So, I feel like it's hard to figure out 
your actual anniversary. Yeah. Because, for example, like, is it when you see them? Is it when you first meet them? When you see them? No, sorry, not see them. Is it when you're seeing them? Yeah. Is it when you're dating? When you first stalk them on Facebook? Is there, yeah, exactly. Is there, a, is, there a, is there a point in time where you say... Surely it's when you first start dating. But the thing is, though, like, when you're dating, you can be dating multiple people, right? You're, you got to think? You're, apparently, you're allowed to these really? days. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, when you're on Tinder, you're going on dates with people, so you're technically dating them, right? Well, I'm not. <laughs> Sorry. Well, the general population oh, okay. is dating. Um, or is that seeing? I don't know. See, this is all it's here all, see, and there. See, it's just all technicalities then. So, mm. technically, his anniversary could have been another day, really. Yeah. So, old mate's an- like, Bill's anniversary could have yeah. been in four weeks, because he doesn't actually consider that his anniversary. Yeah. Oh, you know what? No, I, you know what? I'm team Bill now. So, Bill did nothing wrong. So, yeah. I, I, Bill, you've done nothing wrong, mate. Go have a good time with your ex at the Halloween party. Yeah. Chill. Stop being a baby. Yeah. 100%. Um, I've got one as well. Um, so, for the purpose of this story, we'll call the guy Phil and the girl Dill. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So the post says, so, the, so Dill, she's saying, I'm traveling overseas to meet my online boyfriend. And she puts boyfriend in um, quotation, quotation marks. marks. Again, you know, are they seeing? Are they dating? Well, we don't know yet. So, so she's traveling uh, overseas to meet my online bo- boyfriend in a week. However, he has just said he had to cancel. So now she's saying, do I still go? What do I do? Well, so, obviously you don't go. So apparently Phil's ex-girlfriend has just got into a car accident. And so he needs to help her. Wait, wait. So has she? Is she already? Is she planning on she's, flying? She's planning on flying in a few days. So she's already booked the tickets. She's I booked assume. the tickets. So she lives in the US. He's in Ireland. Oh, Phil, Phil, is Phil. Is Phil the greatest catfish of all time, or is he just confused? Oh, I think Phil is a bit of a dog here. You reckon Phil's a dog, mate? If someone's bought, if Deals bought tickets to see you, yeah, you can't just bail on a couple of days' notice. But he's oh, he has. What if he has a legitimate reason? His ex is in a car crash. Yeah, his ex girlfriend. Yeah. Sam, his ex-girlfriend. Oh, sorry, yeah, I realise. <laughs> if it's your mum or your dad, I feel like fair enough, you can bail. But yeah. either way, I think Dill should go overseas. Yeah, so Dill... Have a trip to Ireland. It's free. Ew, you pay it anyway, it's a sunk cost. Don't go waste Have a money. good time, find some other Phil. Yeah, find Phil, Phil's brother, potentially. Oh, I thought you were going to say Phil in an Irish name. No, no, I didn't. Phil O'Sullivan. Phil O'Neill. Oh, I thought you might have got Phil McGregor. No, 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 no. Um, But no, what if Phil is a catfish then? Okay, so you think that Phil's actually... But what does he gain from yeah, this? Yeah, that's what I always thought. Like, what does a catfish gain from this? I don't know, maybe he's just sadistic and just likes to see other people suffer. S- yeah, spend like $2,000 on flights. Because yeah. I feel like that's not a cheap ticket. Nah. Uh, from the US? Yeah, probably be, yeah. At least a grand, a I grand, reckon. A grand, I reckon. Yeah. And then maybe she had to pay for accommodation? Accommodation or was she staying that. with Phil? Well, yeah, according to this, she was staying with Phil, so she doesn't know what to do. So, but what I don't understand is a car crash puts you out of action for maybe a day. Buddy. Like, what? It's like a severe car crash. What's he going to do? She's like in a coma or something. What's, she's sleeping, dude. You, don't, you can't do anything. <laughs> so yeah, I'm don't saying, worry about it. I reckon Phil's making big excuses here. He's backing out of his deal. So you think deal. Phil was legit and now he's just getting scared or something? No. Or? Well, I, yeah, Phil's a legit dude, I reckon. They had a nice relationship I online. Think it's a blah, 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 dude. But I think that now he's having, like a bit, he's having cold feet. And so he needs to use any excuse because, yeah, your girlfriend gets an ex-girlfriend gets into a car crash. Yeah. But that doesn't put you out of action for the whole time. I reckon Phil was just chatting her up. It's like, oh, yeah, she's on the other side of the world. Whatever. This is just a good giggle. And then all of a sudden, yeah. hey, I'm coming to Ireland. <laughs> got too like, real. Oh, fuck. Yeah, what? now yeah. he's got to bail out of it. With all these things, there's always two sides to the story. So exactly. maybe Jill is actually the one coming on too strong and Phil's trying to use any excuse. Dill, mate. Dill. Sorry, Dill. Dill was from the last story. Sorry, Dill. Apologies. <laughs> all right. Well, um, is that all the advice we have for That's today? That's all the advice we have for today. Oh, fantastic. Alright guys, it's time for the tip of the week. Um, did you know the League of Legends World Championships was on? Oh, the LOL World Championships. The LOL World Championships. 
did you know you could bet on it as well? No, I had some, esports is a big market these days. Dude, it's like the world championship of Virgin. So basically, it's <laughs> there's a game on, Cloud9 versus Hong Kong Attitude. Mm. And Hong Kong Attitude, they're, they're the outsiders at $3.02. So definitely not a good time for Hong Kong at all. <laughs> so I think at least give them a bit of support. Let's get around Hong Kong here. But all otherwise, right. fuck Hong Kong. Fantastic. All righty. Oh, okay. Um, again, Miguel, would you like to uh, end us out here? So if you want to listen to the rest of our episodes, you can uh, listen to them on iTunes. It's been a big week for you, Miguel. But uh, yeah, you can listen to us on iTunes and Spotify um, at The Critical Banter. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook as well, The Critical Banter Podcast. Um, anything else to add, Sam? Uh, that's it. Migs is having a good time from the sounds of it. Yeah, he sounds like he's having... Oh, very slow, I feel. All right, fantastic. Good episode today, Sonny. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys Hopefully next week. We have three next week, but see you guys.